Welcome back, boys. Uh, episode 12 of the Low Six Lowdown. Apologies for uh, lack of content last week. Uh, I was on my deathbed, or <laughs> partially on my deathbed, uh, after my second COVID jab. Uh, you lads have both had COVID, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. Knowingly, you both had COVID. I can't factually say if I've had it or not, because I'm not too sure. I don't think I have. But um, yeah, it, it really does take the stuffing out of you, doesn't it? Like yeah, what, I mean, it, I, I think it would have been a lot worse if I hadn't had my second jab. Yeah, yeah. I think if the if the the, the feeling after the second vaccine is in any way comparable to the actual virus, mm. then I can certainly understand why people literally just lie in bed all day because it, it is horrible. Tom, you were quite bad, I think, weren't you, for a few days? Yeah, I thought we were off. Happy start to the podcast, though. I know, yeah. <laughs> Positive br- start. We're bringing the vibes, yeah. aren't we? We're back so, now, though. But, uh, yeah, feeling a, feeling a lot better. Bank holiday week, and I think the extra day helps. Um, so, yeah, there we go. Four-day week coming to an end uh, this afternoon. Uh, one place to start, lads, normally, uh, football. England beat Hungary 4-0. Uh, but once again, we're talking about the racist abuse for uh, black players. Um, Tom, when do you think football players n- not take responsibility, but maybe putting their teammates or themselves first? And, and sometimes, you know, there's more things important than a game of football. Uh, do, do, would you want to see them just walk off the pitch? Because this just can't continue, can it? Particularly in these Eastern European countries, it's just it's the norm, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it happened... Bulgaria was it as well? I think so. Um, yeah, yeah. I, w- I would like to see them walk off, but the thing is, the powers that be at you know FIFA and if, I'm not sure about the FA, but if you walk off, then you know you get absolutely bollocked, don't you? You're fined and and everything. But so whether the players are you know nervous to to walk off because of that, I, I don't know. But they definitely need to look. I'm I'm not in in any way. Like in the right sort of place to to tell these players what what they should do, but I do think that ne- next time that this sort of thing happens, then yeah, walk off, make make a statement. Mm. You know this this isn't acceptable. Yeah, twenty twenty one now, it's just mm. not good enough. Not good enough, uh, Reese. Indeed, is it? Like I said, it, it it just can't it can't keep happening, and we can obviously take the knee and and you know. As we have done for well, since the, the you know the beginning of last season, and it almost feels like again like it's it's almost been amplified more. It seems like it's got worse, particularly on social media. We know it's a that's like a, a hot spot for, for for racist abuse. People sort of hiding behind um, you know these kind of fake identities, if you like. Um, if I'm Harry Kane, I've, I think I'm looking at Sterling's face and Jude Bellingham. I think with the two kind of you know, lads that were identified um, yesterday. If I'm Harry Kane as captain, I think I actually just look at them and say, nah, do you know what, lads? I've had enough of this. And I'd give every single hungry fan the middle finger as I'm walking <laughs> off as well and saying, you're not getting a game of football off us because you don't deserve it. Oh, yeah, with, with, without doubt. I mean, the, the two lads that, that got targeted dealt with it with, in, in the best possible way. And, and the team joined in on that. You know, I, I'm all down for drinking in front of them and just taking everything in their pride, like, you know, taking everything in their step and to, to deal with it. But, you know, the, the, the sad thing is they, they went to Hungary knowing this was going to happen and that shouldn't be the case. They shouldn't be going to play a game of football in, you know, in Hungary and expecting this to happen, which is why I think they dealt with it as well as they did. Because if, you know, in, when we went to, to Bulgaria, it kind of took them by surprise. Mm which is why nothing happened about it. We went to Hungary knowing this was going to happen. Hungary have already got a free game behind closed door banned with fans already, but it's been suspended. Mm. So why the fans were there in the first place is beyond me because we knew this was going to happen. And and the way we England need to look at it is, could we have afforded to walk off the pitch? And, you know, if for a greater cause, would we have lost three points on it? Probably, the, you know, the, the UEFA probably would have cracked down and give us a punishment, but... Would it have mattered in the long run if we'd lost that game? No, because we're going to win the next five of it anyway. Mm. We're, we're going to win. I know that, like, you know, 100% record in qualifying is something that England are quite, you know, known for. They don't lose many games in qualifying, but they could have they could have afforded to walk off that pitch in protest for something that is right to protest. Yeah. And lose the game 
albeit, you know, lose the game on a technicality, but they've done it for the right reasons. Yeah, it would be a, a, a powerful statement, I think, probably one further than, than just taking the knee, you know, before the game. And they were booed, obviously, for doing that as well. So, as you quite rightly say, it was almost anticipated that this was going to happen. And, uh, yeah, uh, you know, real shame. The thing is, like, FIFA um, acknowledged the fact that this will probably happen before the game mm. and said that they're doing everything they can to pre- prevent it. Are they? Not, Do you know what I mean? No. no. The thing is, like... As, as Ree said, um, they've they've got the UEFA have banned them from having fans in, but because it's a World Cup qualifier and it's under FIFA's you know jurisdiction, they're allowed them in. Mm. It's absolutely bollocks. Yeah, well, they wouldn't let away fans in either, would they? So no. there were no England fans there yesterday, even though there was thousands upon thousands of Portugal and France fans in in Budapest um, during the during the Euros, and then. I'm fairly sure there was a good number of hungry fans that travelled to um, to Germany for, for for that game as well. So I don't really understand why it was kind of deemed applicable in the you know the biggest European football tournament uh, of them all. But for a World Cup qualifier, we we, we couldn't have done the same. I, I don't really understand why. Not that it would have, you know made a jot of difference whether there was there was England fans there or not. But it it did just kind of feel like the England players were just all out there, kind of on their own, you know, fighting their own battle. And if there was a couple of thousand, you know, at least England fans there supporting the cause, you know, the, the, the players probably wouldn't have felt so isolated. But, uh, but yeah, uh, hopefully the UEFA and, and FIFA can, can crack down on it. But that's, uh, you know, a, a, a shot of hope, I think, with, uh, with the way they've handled racist incidents like this in the past. Uh, but obviously, yeah, good performance overall, though. Uh, Tom, I know you didn't particularly take too much of, a, of an interest in it, but considering this was supposed to be our hardest game and we've won it 4-0, I mean, I, I, it is hard to get motivated for these World Cup qualifiers because we never really seem to have much of a test. Um, but we just, we're, we're a good team, aren't we now? Yeah, I mean, as you said, I, I just can't get excited for games that aren't really um, a national like tournament, yeah. just because usually they are just a bit boring. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yes, there was 4-0 four, four win, but apparently the first half was... Was a bit shit. Yeah, I, I can't argue. The first, the first half was 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 a, was a bore fest without yeah. question. It it only started livening up when 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 Kane had that chance five minutes in, and then suddenly they're, they're now hitting the head, and that was it. Mm. Yeah, well, we've got Poland, obviously, of course, um, next week. So Andorra on Sunday, or something like that. So. <laughs> That will be another stroll of the park, no doubt. But it'd be good to see us uh, against Lewandowski. Obviously, one of the um, you know you, you could probably argue the two best number nines on the planet going going head to head. So um, looking forward to that next week. But we're obviously all on the return of the Premier League, aren't we? Um, speaking of which, brings us to our next point. Um, we spoke about this on the Allsport Fan Fix podcast. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo back in uh, the Premier League. Back with Manchester United, uh, scored two goals. Reese against Ireland. Um, there's absolutely no doubt in that, you know, look, you, we can argue till the cows come home about who the greatest of all time is, but this guy is a is a winner, isn't he? You know, to score two goals like that after missing a penalty as well, when many players' heads would have dropped uh, and, and to, to beat Ireland like that, you know, it was a phenomenal sort of last seven or eight minutes. Yeah, I was going to say, to do it in the fashion that he did, that that's how you know he's one of the best, you know, in his trade. Like, you don't, you don't turn up 88th minute, get grab the equaliser and then nick it in the 95th. Like you know that that is top class standard to, to perform in a game, where especially where Portugal had struggled. The lad, the the, the goal, the lad in goal for Ireland was absolutely phenomenal, and I felt bad for him that you know he did concede two late goals. But you know Ronaldo has that ability of you know even even if he's not had the greatest game, he can still put in an absolute shift whether it be 10 minutes, whether it even be 60 seconds, he has this ability of turning games on its head. And, you know, for United, that's going to be absolutely key in the Premier League this season, especially with the likes of, you know, Man City and Chelsea, who all look strong. You know, they've now got that added power up front where, you know, if there's a game where they're nil-nil, like, you know, he he would have been perfect for that Wolves game Mm. on Sunday where United struggled from, from the off and it took just sheer determination and you know some grit to get a get a result but he he can do that you know he he can lift that team and and do that work for for united should they be in trouble 
further down the line. Mm. They seem in the past to have kind of made these marquee signings more for like marketing purposes. I think, you know, the likes of Pogba, you know, Ibrahimovic was kind of near the end of his tenor. You could say, you know, Cavani was probably like six years too late to the Premier League from when he was at his absolute peak. And, you know, you could even say that even though Man United fans go on about Ronaldo coming home and all that, it was Real Madrid that got the best years out of him, no doubt. I think I think he was still 24 when he left England and he's come back, uh, you know, as a, as a 36-year-old. So his best years have gone. Yeah. You know, we can all admit that. His best years have gone behind him, albeit he's still a massive name, uh, and, you know, probably the most marketable name perhaps in, in, in the history of the sport. And you weren't really too convinced, Tom, that he was a player that they, they really needed to sign? No. Um thing is they've got they've got that much sort of talent going forward. I mean they don't they've they've not really got that number nine, but still Greenwood's performed well. He's got got three goals in three games. Um is is his sort of progress gonna be stinted now? Ronaldo's on the scene. Um same as Rashford. Um yeah, I mean they had they had a problem sort of getting all their attacking players in as as it as it was without Ronaldo, but now now they've come in and Pogba's going to have to drop back into that sort of double pivot role, which I don't think it suits him. Um, it's he, he looks much better in sort of that coming off coming off the left hand side, drifting in off the left. Um, yeah, they just they needed a defensive midfielder mm. desperately. I mean, Fred McTominay, that's not. A I I don't I think McTominay is class. I just think Fred's the problem. Fred. Fred looks like an accident waiting to happen. Thing like, is, McTominay wouldn't get in any of the other top midfields. That's mm. that's one way to look at it. You could say that. I, I suppose maybe even back in the Alex Ferguson days, you could have argued the same. You know, would like Darren Fletcher and Park G Sung would they have got in? You know, the Chelsea team, or I, I suppose it's kind of horses for courses in a way, isn't it? But I would agree. I, I don't particularly think. McTominay's that you know the, the second coming of Michael Carrick, if you like. I think Michael Carrick was a was a really key you know yeah. factor for for even going back to the Alex Ferguson days. And I think he he steadied the ship more than probably was appreciated. You know, in, in Dave, the David Moyes and, and Louis van uh, van Hal era. And and the thing thing is though, they had they did have Alex Ferguson, mm. who is probably the best manager. Yeah, of all time. Now, yeah, yeah, and they've got. Solskjaer, yeah. You've you, you got to remember though that it took it, it took five or six years for Ferguson to get going. Like you know, the one thing that Sol, you know, that Ole's had here is he's been given time. Yeah, and it seems to now be all falling into place. So you know, for for all we know, this season could be the season where you know he finally breaks his duck and gets gets a trophy, but. Mm. Pressure's, pressure's on now. That's yeah, the thing. I, 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 think, I, I, I think with now the money they've spent, yeah. it's got to be now or it's never it's never going to yeah. happen. If you, if you don't start winning trophies, mate, doesn't matter that you won them the the nineteen ninety nine Champions League final. You, you know you'll be well out the door if you've spent that much money. Uh, Ronaldo, I think, is on four hundred twenty five thousand pound a week, <laughs> and you could, it, it feels to me like they literally signed him so that Man City couldn't have him. Yeah, that was another reason why. I, I think it was an agent's ploy. I think it's one of the, the you know the agent has played the game. Yeah, probably the best we've ever seen it. Yeah, I think it. I think there was never any interest in City. I think he wanted United from the off. See, I, I, th- I think there was interest from City because I'm pretty sure Pep um, was speaking about it in his in his conference. Yeah, sort of a couple of hours before. Mm. I mean, I meant like I don't think Ronaldo was ever interested in oh, going yeah. to City. Yeah. I think the agent. So it was that was it, is it Mendes his agent George Mendes. Yeah, yeah. I I reckon he completely played City to. To try and grab any interest from United, and it's worked. I'm, spro- yeah. I'm surprised it didn't get didn't get link, linked to Wolves. Wolves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be honest, that was it. I was thinking, yeah, <laughs> Wolves must have been interested. Must have been interested in him. Uh, well, we don't, we're all interested in. Him. We're also, you know, sort of all interested in taking Megan Fox to bed. But it doesn't mean it's going to happen, does it? But, um, but yeah, no, I, I just yeah, the, the the way it came out, old oh, Man City, you know, oh, we're no longer interested in it, and it was a bit, you know, you yeah. were thinking at the time. It's probably not that. It's more yeah. just that it's just, load of bollocks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I don't know. It just it, it winds me up a little bit because I see like they talk about it on the kickoff and all this talk about Man United. Oh, um, you know, burning shirts of Ronaldo the day before. You know, he'd even he'd even 
got on a plane to Manchester. And I just think, A, you talk, you say that Liverpool are your biggest rivals anyway. So make up your mind. Who is it? Man City or Liverpool? <laughs> Who do you hate more? B, he's been, he's been away from Manchester United double the amount of years that he was actually there. 12 years is a long time in football. And then C, it's not like he's signed directly. It's, it's hardly Luis Figo going from Barcelona to Madrid, is it? Or, an, or another Tevez. Yeah, or Tevez. Yeah, exactly. It's just, you know, like, so what? If Like, even if he did sign for Man City, they'd, they'd have been paying him how much, you know, to come back yeah. to the Premier League. And I think we probably even said last week, it's like, Man United are hardly short of a few bob, are they? Like, if they... So the way it's conspired, he's ended up there anyway. But if they really wanted themselves, which they have, go and put an offer in yourself. Do you know what I mean? He's only like 25 million. It's it's a drop in the ocean. Of course, he's, like I said, he's 36, two-year deal. And the wages were probably the the main concern. But just all this talk about, oh, he would have been like Judas. And he's not even, he's not from Manchester. He's from, he's from... Uh, what, Madeira. Madeira. Yeah. He grew up in Lisbon, didn't he? Of course, and all this. Oh, he's coming home. He hasn't signed for sport in Lisbon. <laughs> Fucking winds me up, man. But uh, I, I, I did quite enjoy seeing Pep not get what he wanted. Yeah, he I, did, I, I can't lie. I did enjoy that, especially as well. the Harry Kane thing. I don't know if you've seen it when he was talking about um, Daniel Levy. Yeah, uh, Daniel Levy's like the master, and he knows everything. And it was just proper one of them. Um, like you could tell, he was really pissed off by it. Yeah, I think what this has probably shown is that Man City is still a fair way off being a kind of a, you know... Elite. A super house, you know, a powerhouse football club in in the wider European concept, if that makes sense. Um, Obviously, they've got millions upon millions, one of the richest clubs in the world, you know, Premier League champions and all that kind of thing. But I think this does really show where European pedigree is important. Uh, it's, it's exactly the same for Arsenal. Um, <laughs> Arsenal, I think, even you know during that kind of invincible era, they never really brought mega names in, like the likes of Henri in the early days. He really made his name at Arsenal. Yeah. So did Dennis Burkamp. So did Robert Perez. They kind of, uh, you know, I suppose Patrick Vieira. You could you could maybe say was was a marquee signing at the time. Um, but again, you know, he achieved everything that he did with Arsenal, really. They were never really able to kind of, you know, attain that interest from sort of, you know, massive, massive names in, in football. It, although Wenger did like to go on about how, oh, we nearly signed X and Y and Z. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind yeah. of a bit like, well, why don't you just put the offer in Arsenal? But uh, again, I, th- I think it's because of that lack of a Champions League, you know, for that exact reason. There's a reason why Chelsea can go and sign the likes of, you know, Morata, Falcao, Man United can go and get Pogba, Ibrahimovic. I think Man City are still... Yeah. Fair way behind the times, and uh, you know, again, it, it might ramp, it might ramp up, but they had the best chance of. Look, if if Harry would Harry Kane have gone to Man City if they had won the Champions League back in May, I'd probably say he would have done. I think, um, I, I, I don't think he would have. I think it would have yeah. been the same situation because Harry Kane obviously wanted to go. Yeah, if Man the, City, the, the, there's no doubt, no doubt about that. If Man City had won the Champions League, Spurs would have asked for two hundred million. Yeah. It's just Levy all over. True. Yeah. How long's left on Kane's contract? Another four years, is, is it? Four or I five think, years? I think yeah. It's relatively long still. Yeah. Is it 2026 something? Yeah. It's a, he signed like a six year contract, didn't he? Yeah. What you get for having having your brother as <laughs> your, your agent. agent. Yeah. Has he sacked, he sacked him now, hasn't yeah. he? <laughs> yeah. He's got, he's got additional support on a. To help him now, yeah. To feel like a, a solo Berahino yeah. having, having his mum yeah. coming to, uh, <laughs> come to the, the, the meeting with uh, Jeremy with, with the chairman, yeah. <laughs> I, I forgot the name of the podcast he was on. It was Rear Ferdinand, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. We, we kind of watched glimpses of it the other day, didn't we? But uh, hey, look, you know, I hope Berahino goes and rips up in, in, in League One. It's a complete waste of talent, complete waste of career. What could have been a really, really good football player? Um, but... You know, he's got a chance to, you know, I suppose at some form of redemption and salvaging himself and, and perhaps at least elevating himself into a, you know, a championship standard player once again. So uh, good luck to, to Berra here, you know, obviously uh, at Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, ultimate fan, no game week for this weekend, obviously because of the aforementioned international break. Game week four takes place next weekend. Make sure to check out the latest editions of the Ultimate Fan Fix podcast on UF Plus in the app and YouTube, myself, Tom and Reese as well. 
going to be bringing out some new segments next week, uh, some behind-the-scenes stats that you have to subscribe to Ultimate Fan in order to obtain, help you pick your team, and maybe earn yourself a few quid at the same time. Uh, boxing, Tom, this one's for you. I mean, you love talking about Jake Paul. and <laughs> it, it, You're only interested in boxing when Jake or Logan Paul or Ted, whatever the other Paul, whatever their names are. Uh, he beat Tyron Woodley. Tyron Woodley obviously forgetting that you have to actually throw punches in boxing in order to win the fight. Um, I know I didn't pay for it. I was certainly not falling for that trap. I kind of saw a few highlights. Yeah. Looks as though... Jake Paul's won the fight fair and square, I think. He was ro- rocked early, yeah, didn't weren't he? Yeah, he got put, the rope saved yeah. him. I, th- I think they said that by, in, in, by the laws of the game, um, that should have been counted as a like a standing yeah. eight count. Because um, obviously, yeah, if the ropes weren't there, he'd have been flat on his arse. Yeah. I mean, if you're getting rocked by Tyron Woodley, who obviously was very, very good welterweight in, uh, in mixed martial arts and the Uf- you know UFC champion for a number of years, not, you know... Has hands, but not you know a natural boxer. If you're getting you know rocked by him, you're going in against someone like I know this Tommy Fury doesn't look great. He hasn't looked great in his last two fights, but he is still like 22. Um, I, I just think it's a really really bad idea if if you put someone like Jake Paul in with him. My personal opinion, I think you'll kind of see the level between you know a boxer who's been born and raised, and someone who's kind of only just started doing it in the last couple of years. I, I think you have to be born a fighter, Tom. Um, has to be bred into thing, you. thing is, it's one of them, like, if you get, you know, some of the best coaching about, you're obviously going to develop a lot quick, quick, like a lot quicker. Like if we if we went to, like, a Premier League football club and trained there for two years, obviously we wouldn't really, you know, be able to, do a lot, but if we went and trained with like top top coaches for for a couple of years, our our game would increase tenfold, wouldn't it? Yeah. Whereas a local a local sort of boxing, you know, like gym, you, you you're not going to learn what what he, he's he's learning. So it's, it's one of them, isn't it? Um, but apparently he's he's a, he is actually quite a good like quite a good boxer. Um, like his sparring sort of. People he's sparred with have, have, have come out and said that he is he is decent, but yeah, he's a. Uh, I, I I will be like I am intrigued to see how far he actually goes. Yeah. With it. Yeah, I think all these kind of stories here. Well, he looks good on the pads. Well, they all look good on the like Tyron Woodley looked like Muhammad Ali on the pads. <laughs> he, but like I say, he didn't exactly want to. didn't want to <laughs> let his hands go when the actual fight started. Um, but yeah, for, for for me, Reece, I mean, it's an intriguing story, and, and every time we talk about boxing, these names come <laughs> up because literally the sport has nothing else to give us. It, uh, it's just a load of shit. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like boxing. I, I I watch all the you know the the the, the stuff like you know the, the the box office. I watch all of that, and you know to to consider that this is in the same sort of advertisement frame of it is is absolutely ridiculous. Like. He has got the best marketing team on the planet to be even in this. This is the thing. We are talking about this. So they're doing a good job. It's just that the fight looked fixed as hell. Like it looked like it was, it was going to, it looked like they were going to make it go all the way. And like the fact that, like you said, Tyron Rudley doesn't even know how to throw a punch. You know, he might as well have just kicked him and got the disqualification. (laughs) It would have made more sense. Yeah. You know, I I just think this is building towards something that they're trying to get him a bet. You know, they're trying to get him a belt fight. It's never going to happen, so they're going to end it off with the brothers fighting against each other. You reckon? Yeah. I, even though they're, they're probably there's there's several differences between them. Yeah. I reckon I wouldn't be surprised. There's one last battle they do Logan versus Jake. Mm. It's just uh, I just think it's a load of shit. Get True Geordie in there, I say. <laughs> get Geordie, get get the Geordie in there, throwing throwing uh, throwing hands. That'll be interesting to watch. But it brings me on, on to my next point. Uh, I was sat working uh, from my kitchen on Tuesday, and uh, I get a little email from DAZN, who are rising uh, or raising, I should say, uh, the monthly price uh, on the app from one ninety nine to seven ninety nine. Um, can you see a subscription service really having a 
a long st- long standing place in 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 a, in a sport like boxing because it's not like football when you know you know Man United are going to be playing Chelsea every season. You know Liverpool are going to be playing Man City. Like you have to make the fights. Otherwise, people will rapidly lose interest. And I, I literally unsubscribed within 10 seconds of getting that email. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Like, just like anything, like Netflix or anything like that, if there's nothing on that, that you want to watch, that you want to watch, you're not, you're not going to pay for it. They have to like, put up these sort of big fights on it yeah. um, to, to sort of make it worth it. Yeah. Because um, what's that, eight, eight quid for 12 months? That's you know, almost 100, 100, 100 quid. Yeah, a year, and then Sky Sports are asking you to pay twenty five pounds to watch Joshua in September exactly, as well. Yeah. Anyway, do you know what I mean? It's and no doubt Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, you know, as pointless as that third fight is, that will be on box office as well, and people will pay for it. Yeah, um, it was the lockdown one, wasn't it? It was when there was fights on in lockdown, and you couldn't mix with other people, so you literally had to fund the entire yeah. thing on your own. Like when there's five of you and it's twenty pound. Four quid, right, yeah. you know, a pop. You don't really mind that much. And there's also the fact that you're being, you know, obviously, I know a, the AJ fight's going to be sort of, uh, you know, British time, but obviously the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium later on this month. But the Tyson Fury fight's going to be in America, and they're asking, you know, you've got to wake up for it, yeah. feeling groggy as hell, probably after a few beers on the Saturday night. Then you've got to pay X amount. And then DAZN are saying, oh, yeah, by the way, we're now £6 more expensive a month. Uh you know, make AJ, you know, Fury we might get a little bit more interested in it. But yeah, no, uh, up the UFC, I say, which is, uh, <laughs> that's our next point of call. Uh, win a signed pair of Paddy the Baddy Pimblet gloves ahead of uh, UFC fight night on Saturday evening in Las Vegas. All you need to do is enter UFC picks on iOS and Android. Entry costs £5 for the prize pool worth £750, although there is an additional £250 prize pool for £2 entry and a free-to-play £100 contest. And earlier than normal starting time of 8.59pm exactly, Darren Till versus Derek Brunson headlines the event at the Apex and uh, this uh, competition applies to uh, players in the United Kingdom and Republic of Ireland only. Uh, yeah, really English-heavy card, that. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing Darren Till fight. I think Darren Till's got to be the funniest, I think, funniest athlete on Instagram. I don't know if you follow him, Reese. He cracks me up. No, I've seen some of the stuff on Twitter. He just doesn't care, does he? It's no, brilliant. It's no. absolutely brilliant. Those memes, some of the memes. You, I mean, <laughs> you couldn't even talk about him even like, on a show like this, but someone must be in his ear giving him a bit of a stick. You know, Dana White, if he scrolled across that, I don't know how quickly his contract would uh, would dissolve, but it, it wouldn't take longer, wouldn't imagine. Um, yeah, that's UFC picks. Yeah, get playing iOS and Android. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, to watching this. Um, horse racing, Reese. Uh, Group one, Betfair, Sprint Cup at Haydock Park. Uh, Starman, is he a vulnerable favourite, would you say, given uh, his sort of disappointing run? Uh, over in France, uh, I wouldn't say so. Look at looking back at it now. Uh, you know, earlier in the week, I actually thought that, and then I've dug a bit deeper into it. And <coughs> you know, it just seems that he doesn't perform on good ground. Uh, th- sorry, soft ground doesn't perform on yep. soft ground. So he's had two runs on soft ground. He, he, it was an absolute bug when he ran it when he, he he bottled it at Ascot. And you know, Dover, like it wasn't it wasn't as bad, but it was still considered quite soft and. Just seems to struggle with soft ground, you know. The, the fact that we're now back to faster conditions, he could well be back at his best. You know, he, he's he's higher in the ratings than than all the you know all the fields. So, I I, I personally I, I wouldn't be back in an even shot. I never I never have him racing and unless I'm one hundred percent dead sure. I I I, I won't. I, I'm a I'm a big each way backer I, I like, as someone put I, I like the scumbag bet of <laughs> 11 to 2 each way with, with creative force so and I, I think Emiratiana as well is probably a bit of value as well I mean he's been smashed in from 25 to 14 today so yeah I think Haydock's a funny one because I think if you get like literally a, a drizzle anywhere else is that's bad news for Haydock if you like there's a reason why Bristol Demai absolutely loves it up there. If you're a horse like Starman who's not particularly fond of slower conditions, I mean, it hasn't it hasn't really kind of... It, it's looked a bit miserable for a few days now without there really being a downpour. I don't know what the forecast is saying. Um, 
But I think even money's is he, look, he's the horse to beat. Yeah, yeah, but, without without question, yeah. But, I, but you know, given his form, I mean, he won the mm. the, the the July Cup, didn't he? Um, yeah, it's, it's short. I yeah, think yeah. No, Bu- I Buick and Appleby, I think, are the are, are the partnership at the moment. I think William Buick had four winners at Haydock last night from four rides. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'd be all over eleven to two, great. Eleven to two at the moment. Yeah, I'd I'd be taking that in a heartbeat. I mean, especially now that you know Starman is he's a, he's about four to five. So <laughs> I'd sign. Yeah. I, I I can't back that. I mean, don't get me wrong, Starman he's a very very good sprinter, but. I, I can't back that at that price. Like, I, I was doubting it for the July Cup, and he was he was bigger then. And yeah. you know, I I I love a I love a big you know double digits each way that could run into a place. I've always been that way. It's why mm. I always look further down the card before I look further up. And you know, Starman is a very good horse, but I, I wouldn't be backing him at the price he's at. No, definitely not. Great force then for me and Reese. Uh and then the September stakes as well. Uh Hookham is another short priced favourite for the uh group three uh contest at Kempton Park for Jim Crowley and Owen Burroughs. Uh will you be getting stuck into him at that price? Or you're gonna say you're telling me off air that you like one at Outbox? I, I I like Outbox, yeah. I, I I think because it's on the all weather, that suddenly all that form goes up in the air, like you know, Okay, Hookham's won on 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 the tapeter, but it was over a mile. It's been over a year. You know, he's been running on turf ever since. So it, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a drastic change and a bit of a switch. Like they say that your weather should be the same as you know running on turf, but it's not. Yeah, and I think because there's only five runners in the field, you know, and you're getting you know Hookham at you know going below evens now and. Outbox at eight to one each way. I think that's that's the value for me. I mean, he he gave him a good go in uh, the the silver cup. He finished a length second behind uh, Hookham. So whether he takes the sand is another thing, but he could produce another big effort here and come close. He's just got to get past him, and that's it. Yeah. Interesting to watch that one. Great day of racing tomorrow, isn't it? Oh, brilliant! The whole weekend is is you know you obviously uh, the group one uh, at Longchamp as well. Is it? Um, Bahid, is he? Is he? Yeah, yeah, Bahid, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's good. It's just great, right? Just a great Saturday. It's literally like I, I I'm going to sit on the sofa and watch most of it. So <laughs> I'll be getting lit up at Stratford upon Avon Racecourse. <laughs> What's your weekend plan, Tom? Um, in Brum this weekend, uh, helping Annie move in. So yeah, just uh, pretty going to be pretty busy. Is she okay? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. It's back. <laughs> Dom's going to be some blowing up some factories and um, <laughs> sorting out sorting out everyone at the race course races tomorrow. That's what we got to do. Well, I'm hoping I've had a look through the card. Um, there's a, there's a quite a few small fields, so I, I don't really like I, like I like the big fields, but hopefully if there's four runners in a yeah in a race, I might actually be able to, to pick my nose tomorrow. Um, I think you you. you an international break, no no Aston Villa playing, that's a bad weekend for you, I think, isn't yeah. it? It yeah. frees your weekend up, but you get the withdrawal symptoms, I think, a little bit, don't you? Yeah, I, I don't really know what to do on a, on a Saturday when there's no football on. No. It's, um, non-league. Yeah. Go non-league. Yeah. Um, if Tamworth are at home, go to Tamworth. My local team are doing quite well, actually. Side, Uffers, side up, yep. Uh, up the Adders, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, the Adders are the cool. Yeah. Adderstone, Adderston, yeah. The Adders, Um I think I think it's sort of seven games played, six wins, one loss. Wow! Top of the league, fair play. We're going up to the uh, Midlands Prem. There we go. Oi, oi. <laughs> did you see? Um, did you see that Mark Goldbridge? I think it's the. Is it Let's Talk Football? They so- sponsor Solly Hall Moors and the Solly Hall women's team as well. Oh wow! Which I think is, um, is 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 pretty good going. Really, I'm hoping that we're going to be able to get. Mark Goldbridge on the Ultimate Fan Fix uh, next month because he's actually a local lad as well, isn't he? He only yeah. lives around the corner. Um, so obviously, stay tuned for that one. Um, yeah, who who Villa got then next week? Chelsea. Chelsea away. away. So I'd the, be having Lukaku in my fantasy, especially <laughs> no Martinez in goal. Yeah. Yeah. How how's how's kind of fantasy going in terms of Ultimate Fan FPL all that kind of thing? Do you lads get really like stuck into it? Uh, not FPL because. Usually, I'd play it for the first couple of weeks. Yeah, forget about it, and then that's it. But um, ultimate fan, it's um, it's a bit more engaging. 
with the weekly pack drops and and stuff like that. So, yeah, the the, the Tuesday pack drop, I think it kind of gives you something to look forward to, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. In terms of every single week, you know that your team might be a bit different, and it's it just feels less, it, it feels more kind of controlled. It doesn't feel just too open. And, oh, you've got hundred million man to spend, fair enough, but you can literally go and get anyone. Yeah. Whereas I suppose the beauty about Ultimate Fan is that it kind of is a bit down to luck. Like, yeah. you can talk about this player's going to be my player to watch this weekend and, you know, Jamie Vardy, for example, I think he's playing Man City. We looked for a stat the other day. Was it nine goals he scored in, like, his last 12 last, appearances? His last, last eight, wasn't it? Was it last eight against Man City? Yeah, something like that. Something, something yeah. good. So there we record, go. Yeah. So I haven't got Jamie Vardy, though. But yeah. we can give the stats out. But I haven't got him in my team, <laughs> so I can't play him, which is frustrating. Um, but yeah, Reese, you, you're you're kind of into. I, I play both. I I absolutely love both. I love the idea of ultimate fan with the packs. Like you know, Tuesdays are a great day for me. It's pack day. We play five side football. It's absolutely it's a football day. That Tuesday, football day yeah. is Tuesday. But yeah, I I'm I'm a big fan of FPL. Where I used to work, we um we do an FPL draft, so everybody only gets one. Yeah, one player, and we have three divisions. So everybody who worked in that branch got put into a division. So I was in division three last year. Right. Got myself promoted. I'm now in division two. Yep. And we play across across the um, three divisions. We have a cup tournament as well. Like we do it ourselves and work it all out. So that's that's what I play it for. And then I basically run my brother's team as well because they have a uh, they have a league at his brother's work, and the prize is like two hundred quid. 200 quid for the winner so he's like you can run mine I know nothing so I spend quite a lot of time digging through it <laughs> are you like a, a still a FIFA fan yeah I love FIFA yeah 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 football anything football you you, you can ask me I, I love it is FIFA still as big as it was back in the day yeah, bigger than it is now yeah ultimate team on, on on FIFA is is where they make their revenue yeah it is huge although what's what's the new the new show football is it FIFA 22 yeah coming yeah. out next When's that release? Was it October uh, time normally? And usually end of September, yeah. it'll be beginning of October. So yeah. I, I tell myself every year I'm not buying it and then there I am, first day in Asda, buying <laughs> it. So I'll probably end up with it again. That's the same as me, but then I end up not playing it again after Christmas. Yeah. Oh, what yeah. do they charge now, FIFA? Fucking hell, it's about yeah, 50, 50 quid. quid yeah. yeah, 50 quid. And that's, that's if you Ridiculous. want the normal edition. If you yeah. end up with like... The, I don't know what I can't remember what they call the Ultimate Team Edition, but they yeah. give you like a pack a week for the whole time the game's out, and mm. it's seventy quid. And is it still like a disc? Yeah. yeah. Well, unless you can buy it on, you can buy it digitally as well. Yeah. But usually, that weirdly, it's more, more expensive. expensive. Yeah. More expensive for less. It's. I think it's just because late. Usually, I do it. I, I I pay a little bit more just because I'm too lazy to uh, <laughs> to go to, <laughs> to go out to drive to. I'll see you. But I like uh, that concept because that's still. For me, feels like a bit of a that's like a bit of a throwback to that's like an old school thing, you know, yeah. queuing up outside a shop at like midnight. Yeah, I used to do yeah. that. Like I used to do that all the time. It doesn't feel like that long ago that that was just the norm. Yeah, like, literally, time has just moved so quickly. I think it, it probably because of COVID. Like we've just lost two years, yeah. literally, like that. I can't believe we're in September of twenty twenty one already. Like. In what four months' time? Twenty twenty would have been two years ago. I mean, it's just incredible no. to think the wor- that that's that's the worst year of our life, isn't it, Tom? It won't get any worse than that. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Definitely. I mean, I was unemployed for about yeah seven months yeah. of that year as well. So oh, with a couple of lockdowns, that was that was shit. It was. <laughs> Very bad. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd never worked from home before, so I, I worked all through it, and it was really weird. Because me and my girlfriend were in this cramped little one bedroom flat, and you know, I was we we were literally she was on the kitchen table. Well, I'd say kitchen table. She was on the table in the living space, and I was on the sofa with the coffee table. So we were always fighting for space, and who worked there? And you know, if I was on nights, I won. And because she worked nine to five, she was quite happy on the table, and I got relegated to the sofa. So, how long were you at home for working? Uh, we, I started obviously in March, and then went back to the office in July. Then, obviously, second lockdown came for November. I was at home for all of that. Yeah. And then Christmas, we went back, and then when I, as I left in January, the last couple of weeks, I stayed at home before I, 
uh, before I move back down here. Yeah. You really, you, you like, that, I think that, for me, one of the, the best things about particularly 2021 so far and just the lifting of restrictions has been you do really get a sense of identity and, you know, harmony when you're kind of in your working space. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of appreciate my days from home a little bit more now, I think, because I, I don't have them as frequently. I think when you're kind of, when you're forced to do something almost that you don't want to do, you're going to rebel a bit, yeah. aren't you? But I think since that switch, it's yeah, it's, it's so much better. What what's the other than obviously being at Villa Park and you know probably just a few trips down the pub? What's been the kind of the highlight and the, the positivity of restrictions lifting for you, Tom? Um, it's just um, it's incredible just how like quickly we've fitted back into it. Yeah, like, it feels it feels really sort of normal again. Um, I'm meant to be going away in a couple of weeks. You going to Paris? Yeah, um, Disneyland. That's it, yeah. Um, How far out of the, the city is Disneyland? Do you know? Um, it's about 40 minutes on the train. Is it that long? Yeah. Wow. On the sort of like, yeah, RER. Is it a bit like they say it's Paris in the same way that they say Luton Airport is London? It's a bit yeah. like that, yeah. It's the name, isn't it? Trick so, the tourists. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Um, but yeah, just be able to go on holiday again, that's, that's the thing. Yeah, I think I'm off to. I've I've got two holidays. I think in December, um, so I think I'm going to Amsterdam before Christmas, and then obviously my birthday's five days um, after Christmas. And I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go away for the first time on my birthday ever. Yeah, uh, and I want to go to Krakow uh, to just see the Christmas markets, and yeah. uh, I want to do Auschwitz. And I've, I've heard loads of people say that it's a really really kind of educational worthwhile trip to do so that's kind of my idea and it's just nice to have something to look forward to Reese, as well isn't it like like I said you were telling me the other day you haven't been on a plane since what 2017 yeah, I, I haven't been on a plane since I, I went away on like I say a lad's holiday it was like you know the group I was with at uni who went to, to Zanti for yep. a week that that was in September 2017 I haven't been on holiday since then wow I just when when I was working in, in, in William Hill you know the you, the, the consensus was you don't have more than a week off because it's such a small group. Yeah. And then by the time I'd got another job um, at, at, up in Stoke, we were in lockdown for most of it. So, you know, I haven't had a chance to go away. Don't get me wrong, I want to go away. I, I'm definitely going away next year. I've just told myself I'm going to hold off till next year. Yeah. And then I definitely will do it. But it's nice to feel back normal as well. I mean, the weirdest one at the moment I had was... You know, I, I'm not the massive, not, not not anymore, but I used to go out quite a lot and, you know, going into a nightclub, I went, you know, a couple of weeks back. That was that was a very weird experience because, like, you know, you're waiting for someone to come and split the group up and send people <laughs> home and it didn't come. So it was a bit weird. <laughs> I haven't been into a nightclub yet properly. I haven't been to a nightclub, like, full stop probably since I was about maybe 22, 23. Yeah, I, think, I think the last time I was in a nightclub was 2019. Yeah. April 2019, my mate's 21st. That's the last time. Where was it you went? Can you remember? Fever in Nuneaton. <laughs> Fever in Nuneaton, wow. <laughs> Fever's like quite because I know there's one in Cheltenham. It's quite a big... Yeah, uh, there's one in Derby as well. It's a chain then, yeah. yeah. They're, all, they're all as shit as, you know, <laughs> yeah. each, each one. So. The, just the floor lights up, is that right? Um, in one of the... That, that's in the cheese room. So there's three there's rooms. rooms, in, isn't there? Yeah. In, in oh, the Eaton Fever, room. yeah. Love, love a good cheese room. What, got like, like, what do they call it the cheese room then? What's... Don't know, we, that's, it's just known as the cheese room. Like cheesy yeah. pop music. Yeah. Oh, so, 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 right. so, so in the first room, you've got like... Like, uh, like chart music. Yeah. And, and you go into the cheese room, then you've got the R&B room at the back. Oh, avoid, oh. avoid that at all costs. So <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I used to just be in the cheese room. That sounds like um, sounds like tramps. Yeah, in I was going to say yeah, it does sound like tramps in Worcester. Yeah, yeah. I think I've only been in there ooh, three times in my life. But tramp, you've only been to tramps three times. Yeah. Wow, I I effectively could have lived there the three years I was at uni. Uh, really? I, I, think, I think I was in there more than my flat. <laughs> I, I think about the thing about tramps to me is that. I think if you're a student in Worcester and you're, oh, yeah. maybe, you're maybe not from the area, mm. it's the place to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because all like my mates were kind of local or, or lived in and around Worcester, um, it would always be Sin and Bushwhackers, mm, mm. Uh, which again were 
the most. Sin was okay, but like that was probably because the Jaeger bombs cost six six for a ten. Six for a ten. I mean, that's not bad, is it? It wasn't even VKs. It was like VS or something like that. Yeah, it was budget VKs. I mean, how how can you get worse than that? Like VK is literally the budget version of WKD. (laughs) They they went one less. Like this this was like. This this wasn't like the Audi equivalent. This was like the B and M equivalent. I think. <laughs> Obviously, they've been to the uh, what, what's what's those shopping? What do you call those big shopping places that you go like the? the big, oh yeah, I know the big what warehouse like macro and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh they God. they went there and obviously just went to the same aisle <laughs> as the, all the B and M recruiters going. <laughs> yeah, but the, the, the six percent pound on the Jaegers was good. Oh yeah, no, they were they were popular, but you knew the Jaeger was. That's that's that, that you, you you don't want to ask where that come from. No. That that morning after taste of Jaeger yeah. bomb is, is I disgusting. I remember went Fulham away a few years ago, and um, obviously you've got Jaeger sort of girl going around with a yeah like a tray Jaegers, and my mates like, oh yeah, I love four, it's twenty quid. Oh, fucking hell! So you get some, and then he goes to the bar about ten minutes later, ask for four more, ask for another four tenner. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> they know how to do it, don't yeah. they? Yeah, uh, I was definitely added a ten pound tip on top of that. Yeah, I was I was in Newcastle. Um, obviously at, at the football, but we, we went out after. Um, this wasn't too long after the the game had finished, and we, I think we just went to watch the late game. But they yeah, they literally like the girls walk around with like yeah. And I, I, it, it does work though. That's the thing. It, <laughs> yeah. when, when you've had a few beers. You wouldn't literally go up to the bar and order, but when someone comes around and says, ah, you know, X amount of quid, you kind of, stupidly, you do just yeah. pay it, don't you? It's incredible what alcohol... Like we haven't... None of us have got a beer today. I think I'm, I made an intended effort. Reese has gone for the Coke Cherry. Um, you picked up your David Lloyd membership, though, the other day, didn't you? Yeah. So what's... How are you fitting that into your kind of lifestyle, your health routine? Have you got an idea in mind? Uh, I'm going to try and go swimming before... Yeah, work because I'm quite and disciplined in terms of like I try and keep it healthy in the week. Saturday you have a few, and then maybe Sunday you kind of pick it back up. Again. I, I need to start bringing bringing lunch in because those Tesco meal deals are not doing anything oh, for me. Yeah, I, I'm getting good with bringing my lunch in. It's not just like eat healthy; it's save money as well. Yeah. I, I'm getting better with that. A Tesco meal deal's like good value, though. I think. I, I yeah. think. I think the Morrison's Morrison's, Morrison's chicken dinner. Is the best value lunch you're ever going to find. For six chicken fillets and either chunky chips, wedges, or fries, you went beating that for three quid. Well, this is what winds me up because we used we used to be based in Stratford, so Stratford's got a big Morrison. So you go in there, you go to the back, you've got the counter, the chicken counter, the one in Rubri, right next to the pictures. As uh, Aldridge in Walsall, where my family live, has one in. The Morrisons in Drawbridge, you haven't got that. So that's why I probably actively detest Morrisons because my, the local one to me doesn't offer like literally the best you know feature that a Morrisons could have. Oh, Wise me up. But anyway, yeah. So Tesco Mill deals, I think they're elite, and yeah. I don't think they're too pricey. No, especially if you get if you get a um, also feel good when you get the you know them smoothies, yeah, that worth about two pound fifty. <laughs> Cheating the system, you literally feel like <laughs> you you walk out of there feeling like a queen, like a king or <laughs> a queen, depending on if you're a boy or a girl or not. But yeah, it's 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 class. I think free fifteen pound on on lunch a week. I mean, I think that's a that's a decent little budget. Not too bad, but I'm having like a cho- chocolate bar. Mm. You know, I need to on top. Yeah, yeah. I need it's to, never I, just the meal deal, yeah, is it? I need I need to get get the fruit in there, and uh, <laughs> I think it's so hard to walk past the, all the chocolate and just not. Oh, God. Yeah, they they know how to advertise yeah. it, don't they? Yeah, <laughs> it's Tesco. The Tesco's. Well, you say Morrison's. For me, it's Tesco. Although Boots is a good little meal deal. Boots? Boots, yeah. Give it a go if you're ever near a Boots. Okay. I wouldn't go in there for anything else. I think, <laughs> well, maybe maybe after, like a bit of aftershave or whatever you go in there for, but it's good for a meal deal, man, being honest. Yeah, co-op's one to avoid, I think. Co-op. I think co-op's a bit shit. Is it? They, um, yeah, because I used to work there, and um, it was decent at the time. Then took all the wraps off the meal deal. So ah. I remember going up with 
with a wrap and a drink and a side, and it costs about six quid. Oh, six pounds. Well, yeah, it's co-op as well, and it's. Yeah, I was going to say co-op. Everything in co-op's expensive. Yeah. Yeah. I, I found out the other day. <laughs> this this sounds mental. Have you ever noticed how, like, sometimes the blue there's a blue co-op and a green co-op? Yeah. Apparently, if you've got like a loyalty card in green, you can't use it in a blue co-op. Yeah. So, oh, did bit, you know the secret behind this? Bit of co-op, you know, inside knowledge. Inside knowledge. I, basically, I didn't know there's, this. There's no, loads of there's. So co-op is all it's all different sort of. So, where I worked was Central England co-op, right. and then you've got Yorkshire co-op and you know Heart of England co-op and different lots of areas, and they're all their own little. Sort of things, right. they're, all, they're not connected, so you can't. So if I went up north with my work discount card, I won't be able to get discount. Wow. I could only do it Central England Co-op. So what? What colours Central England? Uh, it's green. It's a green, isn't it? Central. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, my work card was orange. So I don't know. <laughs> orange. So oh, man, that's even more confusing. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what? So remind me, Central England and what are the others? There's, there's there's loads. Oh yeah. Could could you work in another shop that wasn't Central England that was co-op or not? Um, if they, if like you needed if you needed to cover a shift or something like I'll that. Probably not. Uh, yeah, probably not. So they're literally like completely different. That is meant. I, I didn't know yeah. that at all. I, yeah. I knew I knew the only re- that's funny enough you've mentioned that because I went to the co-op this morning, and it like the big advertisement thing is it got follow the Twitter this that and the other and it was like Central Co-op and I was like I wonder what that means and. And it's, That's it's, weirdly it's dead, been answered. Dead weird as well. We've got two cops on on one street in Atherston, and one Central England, and one's Heart of England. So they're both wow. different. Yeah, because they've just changed yeah. the rubbery one. The rubbery one was originally green. Now it's blue. Right. And the one next to my house in Northfield is green. Wow. Enthralling. This is why <laughs> this is why people literally chill into the lowdown. But I, like, this is one of those things you wouldn't discuss anywhere else. I, I did not know that was a thing. No, I, I that, that's you learn something new every day. Don't and then you? when someone mentions it, oh yeah, they are green. One is green and the other's blue. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I've just, I just thought maybe they're just you know a green and blue. That's 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 the way they identify. You know. It's better go in the description. This has got to go in. It's got to go in the description. Have you ever wondered why there's a blue? Co-op one minute and then a green co-op the next. This is why Tom Pierce yeah. bringing the, the, the goods. co-op mole. The co-op mole, yeah, exactly. But it, it, it is daft though. Like why? It doesn't make yeah. any sense. Like what? Weird. Just identifying different. Like you know, it's the twenty-first century, isn't it? You know, yeah. strange, crazy, crazy. I've almost lost trail of thought on what I was going to come on to next. Um. So well, yeah. Anyway. Avoid co-op uh, meal deals, according to Tom, if you want a wrap, especially. Yeah, that's a little bit. That's a fancy meal choice, though. A wrap, I think. I think the wrap wraps are elite. You reckon? I, I don't. I, I don't ever go for sandwiches. Has to be a wrap. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I don't eat sandwiches. It's just chicken dinners for me. <laughs> I feel. I feel bad after have a sandwich though, because like, what if it's whole grain? <sighs> yeah. You can you might you might get away with it if it's whole, if it's whole grain if it's white like white bread for me is like that's like a bacon sarni okay white white bread with a bacon sarni and a bit of red sauce red so- red sauce on your uh, yeah red, all right here's another topic here's another sort of divisive <laughs> you know yeah. fifty fifty question so red or brown sauce on breakfast stuff has to be brown for me yeah and then any any other meal. Red. It's like a chippy you're having a... Yeah. Yeah. Red, yeah. Religiously red. Yeah. I'd never have brown sauce. It's religiously red for me. Yeah. I, I'm... I, uh, can, can it depend on what mood you're in? Because I just... It, for me, if it's a bacon sarnie, it's red. Yeah. But if it's like... If it's a sausage sarnie, it's got to be brown. I don't what about, know. What, what about like a, like a full English? You're having a bit of both on there? Yeah, I think I'd go for both. Yeah. Quite continental. Go for yeah. Go go for both <laughs> options. Just play it safe. Um, yeah, full yeah, full English. Where's the best place for a full English to go? Not Weatherspoons. <laughs> yeah, by microwave central. Yeah, Weatherspoons comes that cold after time. It always sounds like a re- like the, I think the only the only time for me that is good to go to a Weatherspoons is like an away day. Yeah, you want a couple of sharpeners. Liven you up a bit before you get on the train and whatever. Like obviously the you know, 
square peg on Broad Street or something like that. I think, you know, then you go to, you know, New Street, Marks and Spencer's, a couple of the, yeah. the Belgian tinnies, and then you're on your way, aren't you? <laughs> tinnies on the train. <laughs> so I think that's the best time to go to Weatherspoons. I completely agree. I don't get the hype around the no. the full English T- there. I tell you, what, I went um, head of steam oh, yeah, um, yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we had a we had a few drinks over rum. We started there and I'd had some breakfast. Brought it out in like a cardboard pizza box. Right. Like while oh, we're eating no, in. Oh, no, that's 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 unacceptable. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that. What a what a proper breakfast. Yeah, so I had a full English veggie sausage, of course. Of course. Um <laughs> out of cardboard. And then yeah, it was just in a cardboard box. Is that is that a COVID thing they're trying to reduce? I, re- I, re- I reckon they've they've I stocked up too too many cardboard boxes, <laughs> yes. and they're just trying to get rid now. Or, or the dishwashers broke. Yeah, for that. Oh my life! That reminds me. It literally, you know, when it, it it becomes a meme, but it is actually like the reality. So, um, I was I played cricket all day on uh, Monday, Bank Holiday Monday. A few of us went for a curry after, uh, and then my brother's like, "Oh, really fancy like a McFlurry or something like that." I was like, "All oh, right." So, obviously, where I live, there's a McDonald's about 10 minutes one way and 10 minutes the other. One's just off Junction 6 of the M5, the other's off Junction 5. So go all the way to the one that's a bit further south, get to the uh, drive through Yeah, can I get a iced mocha and a, like, I don't know, like a dairy milk flurry? Vending machine's broken. <laughs> I was like, are you having a laugh? I've come all this way. So I literally had to drive all the way to the other one. <laughs> got it. That is like, I mean, uh, and that, if if that droid, which McDonald's is an absolute nightmare at the best of times, uh, traffic on it. Oh my god, pulling out of there is like you just got no chance. Thing is, McFlurry's a bit overrated, I reckon, because as soon as you get that past that sort of top layer, it's just yeah, it's just pure pure ice cream, then, isn't it? Yeah, but it's nice yeah. ice cream. I, I I could I could live with a, just a plain McFlurry. <laughs> I'm quite happy with that. A plain McFlurry, yeah. Uh, I, I would only normally go for one of like the Saber menu because like, the Smarty ones are pretty solid. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. I, I I'm always a Smarties one. I always have Smarties. Yeah. That's like that was like a treat growing up, wasn't it? Yeah. The worst feeling in the world when you were kind of growing up is um, when your mom says that you got pizza for tea and then <laughs> yeah, she, like you know you drive home and then she's like she's straight yeah. in the freezer and it's defrosting. That's heartbreak as a kid, yeah. that isn't it? Yeah, that is heartbreak as a kid. This 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 has been a good show, lads. I'm I'm, I'm like we're getting some good vibes. We're like you know the the lifestyles back. We're going out. We're talking about having a few bevs. It's nearly Guinness season as well. October officially is that's you can start drinking Guinness. Although it feels like it now. It's it, we we've been coming in every single day. The heater didn't go on this morning, but it has been a little bit nippy recently. I, I, I've said before, I've never had a Guinness. You've never had so, a Guinness. So the next time we go to the farm, next time we go to the farm, shout out the farm in Solihull. Yeah, yeah, I'll break my Guinness virginity. Don't Mate, agree with me, Guinness. I can't drink it. It's oh, I think it's the best thing you'll do. What, why? Is it, why in terms of it just knocks you a bit silly or doesn't go down that well? I know it just doesn't go down that well. Can't have any beer. It just gluten kills me. <laughs> What do you what do you go for at the, the the pub then? I'm a cider. I can have cider as long as it's not. Yeah, just normal cider. I normally have a cider. Yeah. Well, that must go down well when you go to uh, Herefordshire. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. straight away. Yeah. <laughs> Bulmers is Herefordshire. Yeah, fruit? yeah, Bulmers. Yeah, like a, like um, the, I don't know why the best pint of cider I ever had was on the way to Cheltenham. Really? And Thatcher's at draft. Uh, we stopped in this village pub on the way down because we were like, oh, we don't want to go straight into Cheltenham. The pubs will be rammed. Yeah. Because we went for the December meeting and I had a pint of Thatcher's in there and I still, to this day, think that's the best pint of cider I've ever had in my life. Really? I'm not really a cider... I'm not much of a cider man. Um, in the summer, I just tend to go for lager. But, yeah, it's... I don't know why I'm so funny about it. I just think it gets to, it gets to October. I think it has to just get a little bit colder. And then the Guinness can come out, but Tom, we'll go for a Guinness then. I don't know what what day is the first of October. Get your calendar out. Let's have a little look. look. I really hope it's a Friday, though. No doubt it will be a Monday, Monday or a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a Friday. It's a Friday. It's a Friday. Oh, wow, wow. right. So get it. Yeah, get it in the diary. So the <laughs> Friday, the first episode of the lowdown. We. 
we won't be updating, but we'll be previewing your first your first yeah. Guinness. Although I actually, I, I went to the orthodontist the other day, and I've got an eight-week uh, sort of backlog before I have to go back. 26th of October. It's mad to think the next time I go there, it'll be the 26th of October, nearly be November. This year it's flown, hasn't it? No, yeah, it has. Really has. Yeah, Mental. I, I, I can't believe we've been here nearly eight months already. Yeah. It's well, just disappeared. For, for, in a good way, has it gone quick? Are, are there any regrets you have from like lockdown life? Say, no. Um, thing is, this is the first time I've been in a full time yeah. job, so I think that's probably why it's flown so much for me because I've not had any sort of break, you know, like summer holidays or you know half half terms or anything like that. Yeah, so I think that's probably why it is like flew mm. flew by for me. Yeah. Yeah, I've really enjoyed being here. It's just yeah. yeah, just time flies when you're enjoying it, isn't it? So to think that the the Euro started like almost three months ago is is crazy. Yeah, I know that's 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 oh, too that's, much that. Yeah, that, that's that's just throw me off a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three months ago. And it finished what? Uh coming up to two months yeah. ago. Yeah, it's, two it's, months it's, since I was running out of a pub because it was kicking off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Flares out after the second penalty, thinking it's it's coming home. Oh, oh, I went, no, no. that's great. Let's not talk about that anymore. We're going to say we, we, we won't bring up uh, the heartbreak of uh, <laughs> of the summer. But no, it's 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 yeah. I, I, I am in Herefordshire next week, so I'll say what I'll do for you, Reese, is I'll have um, a I'll have a cider for you because I think it'd be rude not to when you're there. <laughs> And it's still technically September. I'm off to Beefy Boys again. Ooh. I'd recommend anyone. I think there's two. There's one in Hereford and there's one in Shrewsbury. Um, little bit of a pain in the arse if you kind of live where you lads live, I'd imagine, because, well, particularly for you, Tom, you're like the other side of Birmingham, aren't yeah. you? Reese, you're a little bit closer. Yeah, to Charlotte's... If I drive down to Charlotte's parents, I'm sure we could divert. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, it's... It's not exactly on the way, but it's not miles off the off off, off the route. Take either. a detour. Yeah. I'd, I'd probably go Shrewsbury. I think yeah. on a good drive, you, you're looking just over an hour. I reckon they do have a they do have a truck, don't they? They drive around the truck once in a while. They do, yeah. So yeah. I might try and pin that down at some point. Yeah. There. Let's so we'll finish on favorite. Um, well, it could be the county or just your favorite part of England, other than where you live, Tom. I got a tough one. Um, we'll give a shout out to some that go under the radar, perhaps. Jeez, uh, I like Norfolk. I yeah. enjoyed Norfolk when when I went there, and um, and Dorset, Dorset, yeah, good side of there as well. Great side of there, yeah. New Forest that way. Where did I go? Can't remember. Dorset, Bournemouth, Dorset, isn't it? Uh, is it? Yeah, yeah. So I went a bit west. West. I was, I was, I was close to um, like Devon. Devon, yeah, yeah. Dorset in Norfolk, Reese. It'd probably have to be Gloucestershire for me. I spend a lot of time there, so yeah. um, obviously the girlfriend's from there and her parents live down there. So I've had plenty of drives around to the local villages and you know the Forest of Dean, and obviously the the greatest race course on earth is there as well. So yeah, plenty going on down there. Yeah, I'm going to say Gloucestershire as well. Shout out to Liverpool as well. Liverpool's a good place. <laughs> um, right then, Tom. Enjoy uh, your trip to Sally Oak tomorrow. Uh, obviously, good luck with Annie. Shout out to Annie as well, Tom's girlfriend. Starting a Masters? Yeah, uh, in a few weeks, yeah. Yeah, and I'll give a shout out as well to my girlfriend, Nikita, who's also starting a Masters uh, at University of Worcester. I believe that starts on Monday. Um, I want to get that one right, because uh, <laughs> no doubt there'll be a little pit stop to get some flowers on, <laughs> on the way. Uh, I'm going to Cleve Hill. On some, as, as you mentioned, Greatest Race Course, I'm going to Cleve Hill as well. On Sunday, so I'll get a good picture for you of Cheltenham. Hopefully, nice. it won't be too dark by the time I get there. But yeah, it's a great view up there. Uh, Reese, what are you getting up to the weekend? I've got to ask. Um, I'm going to see Blossoms in. That's Birmingham right. On yeah. yeah. Whereabouts in Birmingham? Uh, it's O2 Academy. So right, straight out of the door, cross the road to the pub after, and then probably snobs. Yeah. <laughs> favorite favorite uh, Blossom song? Honey Sweet. I'd argue, I think I'd say the same. There's a horse running. Um, there's a horse running tomorrow yeah, called Honey Sweet. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, in the Serenia Stakes. Yeah. You've got to have a fiver on it now. <laughs> <laughs> right then, we'll crack on. Tom Reese, see you next week. Uh, see you later.